My name is Syph Morris, and this is This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This Week in Car Audio. Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We'll be talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found, check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, Doug Stockton, and your co-host, Lucky McGovern. We got our guest this week is going to be JP, that's Jonathan Price from Down for Sound. Good afternoon, Jonathan. How's it going? Good afternoon. Great. Glad to be here. All Good right. to have you on, man. I'm going to yep. be sharing these videos right now, so I'll let you kick it off, Doug, while I share some of this, and then I'll jump in. All right. I have to do one minor adjustment to his screen because okay. I got him. He switched screens to his oh, uh, from phone. This one? Yep, that's okay. I got. I can make that adjustment. Um, People can have two angles of JP. <laughs> Here, get, get both of them. No, I got it fixed. <laughs> Wipe him out. There we go. We got you in there now. All right. Hey, so um, first off, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and your company and whatnot? Uh, my name is Jonathan Price, owner and operator of downforsoundshop.com. Um, and uh, I, I like car audio. I go to a bunch of different car audio shows throughout the year. I've been doing that for a very long time. Uh, but that's my company, and we distribute car audio worldwide. So that's what we do. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I know these are mostly lucky questions usually, uh, but here I do have a couple of questions. So what actually got you into the car audio thing? Oh, this is funny that you bring that up. I just, I literally just posted on my Facebook. I think it was on Friday that, um, it like the story of what got me hooked on car audio. Okay. Uh, back in the, back in the day, uh, I think I was 12 or 13. I was riding with my mom in her van in the town of Greenville, Mississippi. That's where I'm from. Little 15, 20,000 person country you, bumpkin tight town. You can tell by your hick voice. Right. <laughs> then got that, uh, that Southern twang going on. Yes, Even sir. though like a lot of people have said, I've lost a lot of it since I moved to Vegas five years ago. But um, the story goes is I was riding with my mom in her van and we pull up at this red light. And I hear this sound, like we're sitting at the red light and I hear this sound I've never heard before. I'm like, what the heck is that? And I look at my mom and she's got this like disgusted look on her face. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is just a bunch of crap. Like we, we all know now or whatever. But anyway, she's all like giving the stank face because she doesn't like the, the bass. I didn't even know what it was at that time because I'd never heard it before in, in my life. So this guy in a red truck pulls up beside me. And I look over there and it like his windshield wipers are come popping off the windshield and his, his mirrors are uh, shaking and his, I can see his roof waving and everything. I'm like, holy crap, what, what is that? What's causing it? I don't know what it is, but that's awesome. Anyway, the light turns green and like we go our separate ways and I, I never see the dude again until about two years later. Um, and back in my day <laughs> when yeah. uh, you could, you could get what was called a hardship license, uh, if you were 14 or 14 and a half, you could get it, uh, but you could only 
use it to drive between like the hours of 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 6 p.m. just to go to your job, basically, if you had a job. So uh, my first job was uh, chopping cotton in the fields of Mississippi for a place called uh, Delta Pineland. So um, anyway, I was on my way home from chopping cotton that day. Then I pull up at a red light and it, it's like deja vu. It happens all again, but I'm in my, my dad's truck and I hear this bass or I didn't know what it was. I hear this sound and it's shaking my dad's truck. I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? And then the dude pulls up beside me again. I'm like, holy crap. Like, it, it, like I got to follow this dude. So the same red truck. Green. Yeah, the same red truck same guy like uh uh, so it's just two years a year and a half two years later and uh he he pulls up and i'm like i'm following this dude wherever he's going i mean i went full creeper mode on him like (laughs) but i'm going with you so anyway he pulls into the red uh into the gas station and i pull up beside him and i get out like hey man um i know you don't know me but like what's making your truck do that and he's like i got a system in there i'm like a system what is that and because i had no idea about audio whatsoever and uh, so anyway, he's like, oh, I got like subwoofers and amps and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, can I see? And of course, man, come check it out. And at that time, this was over 20, 22 years ago. So like yeah. way back in the day I had um, and he had it was some sort of like two twelves or two fifteens in a Chevy extended cab truck. And he had the back seats taken out and sort of like a platform back there. And uh, it was it was done up real nice. Um, he had that in there and he had three toolboxes. One went across the front of the bed and then two side toolboxes that went on the side. Uh, he had all the batteries in the uh, front toolbox and then uh, amps laid out across there. And then in the back side toolbox, he had like all of his crossovers and stuff. Come to find out he worked at the local uh, audio shop or whatever. And it was like a, a demo vehicle that he did. He owned it, but very nice install and everything. And I'm like, man, can I hear it? Of course, man. So he, he's like, jump in the passenger seat. So I jump in the passenger seat. And man, like when the bass waves hit me, like the first time I was like, I was hooked, man. I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Like, I love this. And, um, I, like I got out, I was like, I heard the roof rippling and stuff. And I'm like, I got to get out and see that for myself. So I get out and I look up there. I'm just like, I'm sure I look like a kid in a candy store. I'm just all amazed by it. Like that a speaker <laughs> can actually cause metal to ripple like that and all that stuff. And right. Anyway, um, so that's how JP got hooked on bass, like that guy coming by. And it just so happened that like the same exact dude two years later ended up like being there. And I, I, pull, I like I pulled up beside him and he gave me my first demo and been hooked ever since. Even funnier story is literally like yesterday or the day before yesterday, uh, like I hand write thank yous on all the invoices I can. When people place orders with me, like they're to be printed out and brought into my office. And I thank you lucky thank you doug thank you mm-hmm. like everybody that gives, uh, does orders like i handwrite thank yous on there uh just to provide like a little bit more caring in the um orders or whatever and i was signing the thing thank you er and i looked up at the name i was like eric and i looked down greenville mississippi what the heck this is a dude that gave me my first demo like this was literally like two or three days ago it like gives me goosebumps just talking about it but i'm like oh my gosh like it just took me back to like when i got my first demo like this dude mm-hmm. 22 years later is now ordering his car audio for me he yeah. got me hooked on it and now he's buying it for me i just like it gave me like such a moment and uh, it took me back and i was just blown away by it i'm like man this is so awesome i called him or i sent him a message and i called him i'm like dude like i want to send you some free t-shirts and all this swag and everything he's like what i just wanted to buy some stuff for me. i'm like no dude you just like took me down memory lane with your order he's like okay cool so i sent him out some freebies with his stuff so really cool here here's the important awesome. question yeah. What song was it? 
<laughs> I have no idea. You I don't? No okay. No, I, I mean, because at that time, I didn't even know what bass was. Like, oh. so, so for me, um, I went to this place in Reno called Nevada Auto Sound. It's right, right on Virginia Street, right just past downtown. It's over by the Pepper Mill Casino, right across the street. And shout uh, out Rusty at DC. Yep. Uh, actually, they're one yeah, of Rusty's yeah. DC dealers in uh, in town. There, right? Awesome. So, um. Uh, Rusty's a good friend of mine, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you know between, but yeah, I've been. I stay at his house. Okay, so so Rusty, <laughs> so Rusty's, a Rusty's a good dude, dude, right? So Great I've known dude. Rusty a long time. Um, but uh, so anyway, so I'm at that I'm at that stereo shop. I'm 15 years old. I I think 15 and a half. I just got my license in the state right. of Nevada at the time. At 15 and a half, you can get your license, or on your 16th birthday, you can get your license. You get a permit at 15 and a half, right? So. Okay. Um, anyway, so, oh, and you can do that still to this day, that hardship license at 14, mm -hmm. that's still available in the state of California, at least. Oh, nice. So, cool. um, but anyway, so I'm, I'm going into the stereo shop and I'm checking out Eminem Godfather everywhere, right? That's the sub brand they used. And then the amps, they were using Hyphonics. So, okay. so the amps, <laughs> yeah, Hyphonics amps, old school, uh, Zeus, Odin, yep. Cyclops. Yes. You know, yeah. old oh, school, Series 7, right? Ser series Brutus 5. Zeus. Yeah, Series yep. 5, Series 7, right? So this was way back in the days. Uh, as a matter of fact, that would have been like 88, 89-ish, right? And so I'm walking out of the store, and all of a sudden, bam! I mean, just like somebody just punched me in my chest. And I was like, whoa! I had the door halfway open. I was like, what the hell was that? So it was a red Mighty Max jacked up with a camper shell on it <laughs> that's awesome right dude my face was all up in his glass what's all about he had yeah. eight eminem godfather 15s and a single zeus running all eight of the 15s and nice that song was madonna like a prayer <laughs> dude, i swear nice. to you it was, like it was yesterday nice oh man and then <laughs> boom it's like Whoa! So, uh, uh, to be honest with you, every time I've hooked up a system since then, you know the first song started I started with that one. <laughs> I start every that's system awesome. with Madonna like a prayer. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's the cool thing about today. Now is like you know, you got all these songs. You can literally pick any song you want and just put in whatever frequency you want, and boom, there it is. You know, play it. Yep. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. So um, uh, one one of the questions in here real quick was uh. Uh, Tristan Paris, she's uh, Bridgetown Barbados. So they are trying to become, they are, they are actually not trying to, but they are a distributor for a handful of uh, products out there. Uh, they also DC have Audio. Nice, yeah, DC yep. Audio being one of them. Uh, and they are definitely, you know, they're, they're international uh, person that watches all these uh, podcasts with us. Really great people. Uh, it's Tristan and Tiffany Paris. They own um, SQ, uh, Sounds. SQ Sounds. Anyway, so uh, Tristan asked, uh, how did you end up starting Down for Sound? Uh, the story. Um, so uh, uh, it depends on how long people have been following me, but uh, right. I was going to car audio. <laughs> I was going to car audio shows for years, and um, the more I went to shows and the more in, involved and in-depth I got into car audio, 
um, it started raising a lot of questions. And like, then I, like, I had a little system in my Tahoe, but then I, obviously everybody knows the godfather of uh, YouTube, Steve Mead. Steve Mead, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was uh, doing his uh, thing and everything. I'm like, man, that's really cool with 418s and uh, like getting this cool uh, videos on YouTube. And I was a fan of his. And I'm like, man, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I want to get a system like that. So he kind of inspired me on like getting a bigger, like a higher level system, more, uh, more powerful or whatever. So I'm like, well, his is doing awesome. I want to get 418s and 20,000 watts and like all this stuff too. I want to like basically duplicate that in a, like an older Tahoe, my Tahoe, and just kind of go around and start doing demos. So I started doing that for a while and I started gaining a following. And the more that uh, I went to shows, obviously, the more known I got, like the more exposure I got and everything like that. So um, eventually I was going to shows and I wanted to, um, at, at first it was just to go to shows. Like it wasn't to do anything. Like I never thought about selling anything like whatsoever. I was like, oh, I just want to go to shows and like have a good time or whatever, like just to be a base head. So I would go there and then like these people would say, uh, they would get a demo and they'd be blown away. Like fast forward a couple of years or whatever, when like I'm getting even more following, I pull up to shows and people are running after my truck. Like, oh, let me hear it, dude. I've been seeing you on YouTube. Like, like getting like that type of reaction when I pull up at shows. So uh, the the hype was getting more real, I guess you could say. So like the line was growing to get a demo on my truck and everything. And then uh, when these people would get a demo at, at at that time, I think when it really started, I think that's when I had like the 1018s in my Tahoe, like when it uh, graduated from 418s to 1018s and the a sealed, uh, it was a sealed enclosure. It was somewhat of a fourth order, but mm -hmm. it was just a sealed box. The fourth order part was just that it had an opening towards the front. Um, right. Anyway, so uh, at that point, at that level or at that uh, time, like 10 18s on uh, 30,000 watts was a huge deal. Like it, it like, wasn't really anybody else doing that. So when I would go to shows, I was just like running the game. Like nobody else was doing anything like that, especially like hair tricks at that time. Like it was like, unheard of like to like really be blowing wigs back i guess you could say right. like i mean some people right. would like have a little movement but i mean i'm over here like like yeah. just <laughs> totally ripping right. hair out um but anyway so obviously it was more impressive for the people that heard it and they wanted like hey where do you get your car audio from that that question started coming up and i'm like oh i just at that time i, I wanted like i was running like sundown saz 4500s a psi platform 318s uh, excess power battery. So like, obviously when somebody sponsors you, it's your part of the deal to promote their company. Like you're supposed to uphold your end of the deal. And we could go, I could go on a tangent about sponsorships too, if y'all yeah. want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, like I was like, I was just pushing them to these companies, like websites, whatever, sundownaudio.com, excesspower.com, go over there, buy your stuff from them. That's where I get it from. Mm -hmm. So, and then, this kept happening in about, I don't know, the third or fifth time somebody getting a demo at another show sometime later, like asked me like, Hey, like, where do you get your car audio from? Is like the light bulb went off in my head. I could be right. selling these people, this stuff. I could be supplying this stuff to these yep. people. And, um, and then that's when I reached out to, um, uh, Jacob at sundown audio. And, um, he actually shot me down three times. <laughs> He's like, no, we're not looking for any more, uh, online dealers. Like, uh, like right. we have enough. And, um, and I was running PSI subs for at that time, probably three or four years. And I was putting out all these videos for uh, David at PSI and like, I was getting him a ton of exposure. I mean, they're still on the internet there. I mean, there's no telling how many millions of views I got PSI like from, but he was one of the ones that stepped out and 
extended the olive branch for me before anybody would like he started at first I was paying like regular price and the more recognition I got for him the more value I brought to him if you're listening and you're wondering about sponsorship you need to know how to bring value to a company and this is what can happen so I was bringing more and more value. I was going to all these shows. I was putting out all these videos, getting more followers for PSI. And then eventually, like when I need recones or whatever, he went to like half price. And then he just started giving them to me because he's like, man, you're doing a great job promoting PSI, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I really helped. Um, and he already had his name out there, but I had like, I definitely poured a bunch of gas on the fire for him. Like it, it definitely blew up on the internet when I started like promoting PSI. So little, I didn't, I didn't know this until two years ago, I was at uh, Scotty Johnson's house for the Exodus power show and Jacob Fuller and uh, David ended up being there. And we were like sitting around talking and, um, and he brought up, he's like, um, uh, Jacob Fuller said, you know, if it wasn't for this guy right here, you probably wouldn't be selling uh, Sundown <laughs> audio. I was like, what? And I was like, man, I'm like, I've sold a bunch of Sundown. He's like, I know, but you know, like you were asking me a several times, like, could you be a dealer for Sundown? And like, I, how many times did I tell you no? Because I was sticking to what I told my other dealers or whatever. And uh, we actually had a spot open up and another person was supposed to get it. But I messaged David because I know you had been like doing a lot of videos for him. And he said, I messaged David and David said, there's nobody else out there that's going to work as hard as JP does. There's something about him that 120% will stand behind you picking JP for the next dealer. I guarantee you it'll be like your wisest decision you could ever make. And like, I never knew that until two years ago, but that lets you know, like me doing like all the stuff I was doing for um, David at PSI ended up being not only a, a cool deal for me and David at PSI, but it ended up being the reason I was able to sell Sundown so many years later because I upheld my end of the deal. I represented the company in a professional manner and it ended up like, I mean, the rest is history. I've probably sold $10 million worth of Sundown. So like that just lets you know, like how it, how it happened. So anyway, that's when the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, I need to start picking up the brands obviously that I'm carrying in my Tahoe because I'm already demonstrating them like what they can do and everything like that. And it just kind of snowballed from there. I mean, there you could see your warehouse right there behind you in the, oh, yeah. in the window. So, I mean, that's a yeah. full on warehouse. That's just not like, uh, you know, it's not in your garage, a handful of amplifiers that you get delivered once a week, you know? Right. It, and it, I mean, I started that way though. Like I try yeah. not to knock people that like, that have that hustle and have that, um, uh, you have to start somewhere. And, and I literally started, like, I just shared some pictures not too long ago on my Facebook, yeah. um, like where I was like, I had every product that I owned at down for sound was in my parents' attic. It yeah. was like, I mean, that, and I mean, I was scared that I was going to wake up in the middle of the night one, like sometime and all this stuff was going to crash through the, like, <laughs> the, the ceiling and everything. Crash like, through. so, um, yeah. So they, I literally, I started there. I was processing shipments in my mom's little office there. I was, uh, boxing stuff on the Island in the kitchen. Like uh, I started like from, from the, from oh, yeah. the dirt, I got it out the yeah. mud. Like, it, it, like I didn't start out with. Uh, now 30,000 square foot warehouse. I started with my parents' attic and slowly made little transitions here and there. It's just, now it's just, just on another level when we make like jumps from one place to the next. Like it's like our last place was 7,500 square feet. And then we just moved eight months ago, seven months ago, something like that to this 30,000 square foot place. And now we're almost out of room again. Hey, so, uh, Lucky, you want to hit up some uh, shout outs there on the 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and, and last time I was at your shop recently, um, I didn't get to go through the whole tour, man. I was on our we had to he was on a mission. get out of there. I was on a mission, but uh yeah, man. Um congratulations on the new plays. Yes. Uh so we got Chris Jenner in here, uh Woody McDonald, Moses, um, Rosa, let's see, Brandy, um, Josh Tatoo, um Tristan and Tiffany. I might have said that already. Rusty. Um, Jimmy yeah, Ray, Rusty. Yeah, Rusty Flower from uh, DC Audio. He said he finally found uh, the place. Uh, Rusty. Yeah, <laughs> my ass this. My boy from Stockton. What up? What up? Um, let's see here. I love you, Rusty. Let's see. Um, okay, so um, if anybody has any questions, hopefully uh, you guys are watching from Sonic FX. Make sure you join that. If not, we cannot see your questions. Yes, if sir. anybody has any questions right now for JP, uh, put them up there. Without your questions, uh, we're going to go ahead and just take over. We'll ramble on until the show is over or something. So um, put them questions out there. Um, let's see here. Yep, yep. Much love from Rusty. Um, Thanks, bro. Yep. So go ahead, Doug. I'm going to watch for these. Okay. Uh, Brett Barber. Gary said, Killian, Brett Barber. I'll see you. Gary Killian, Killian jumped in. All Gary right. Killian, oh, Kentucky's watching. Hey, yes. so um, hey, so you brought up uh, Scotty Johnson. I just talked to him today. He's one of our um, he's one of our uh, guys. He's going to be on the show here shortly. Uh, he's a little busy right now. Um, obviously, I hit you up today about this, uh, and so we did have another plan. Um, next week, I got a special guest. We're gonna. My belief is we're gonna have uh, Celise and Wayne Harris on here. And we're going to talk about world finals, you know, because this week they're spending and they're making announcements and telling about all the information about world finals. And then next week we'll have them on. So, um, but, you know, Scotty Johnson, I knew Scotty Johnson when he was just a competitor. Same thing as you, right? Uh, found a, a spot where, hey, you know what? Batteries are important. And yeah, just a, a big little deal. bit. Yeah, and a big deal. And so he starts excess power, right? Uh, Nick Wright. Nick Wright uh, with Incriminator, um, just like you. Uh, he he actually called me up, right? He's like, uh, Doug, check this out. You don't know me. I don't know you. But he had his hustle. And so, you know what? I helped Nick get started, right? Um, awesome. The, you know, these people, you, most of the time it's difficult to do it on your own, and uh, everybody needs help. So... I'm sure there's tons of people that have helped you along the way. You know, um, like you said, Sundown wasn't going to give you anything, but uh, David, David with PSI gave you your break, right? And without that, it wouldn't have led to more stuff. So um, it, it, it's important. Uh, this as a as a whole, the car audio culture. Uh, I really try to promote that with this with this uh, this podcasting. The car audio culture is so important. Uh, it, I don't know have you even been to any of my shows I, well i do know you were at the forbidden fantasies down in uh laughlin um mm -hmm. any of that have you been to any of my other shows besides that one uh i'm not sure like because i you know i'm not like a big competitor dude so I, right. it's very possible that I, I was at a show that you were at but like i just sit over there and demo and like do my little thing or whatever yeah i don't even know what organizations are running or anything <laughs> like that i'm like yeah if you want to go compete go over there if you want to demo come over here with me so, <laughs> so, so yeah i don't brett barber said uh the dc tank might be needing the down for sound sticker um <laughs> 
And then uh, let's see here. Gary Killian joking around says, uh, does he sell the Omega 20K, LOL? <laughs> uh, that video but, was hilarious. Uh, will you be in Alabama, JP? Okay. Yeah, I can I can uh, address those real quick. Um, yeah, Brett if you see Barber, anything, you want to jump in. And he's the one who, you know who he is, right? Uh, which, so Brett, which one? So Brett Barber. Oh, yeah, he's a, a customer of mine. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. He lives right by me. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a customer it, of uh, yep. Down for Sound. He's bought some stuff from me. So, yeah, I'm familiar yeah. with uh, him. And uh, if you're serious, Brett, I have no problem shipping out to you some stickers. If you would uh, rep Down for Sound, I'd, I'd love that. I'd, I'd be greatly appreciative of it. So, uh, just let me know and I can get them sent out to you tonight or tomorrow. Uh, just let me, just send me a message. Let me know what color you'd like and I'll get you taken care of. And like I said, I greatly appreciate it. That thing's going to uh, be a beast. Oh my gosh, oh yeah, dude. I'm sure. like so pumped for him. So pumped. And oh, I know he's gotta like, be. it's going to be nasty. Yeah. I'm so pumped for him. So oh, you my see girl's my... in here. My babe, Jessica Perry, shout out to her CBD fit recovery. I got to give her a shout out. She works yeah, yeah. just as hard as I do. I just yeah. saw her hop in there. She was dropping a bunch of hearts and likes. So you got to show love to your girl, right? Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. And she's yeah. cool, man. She's awesome. So definitely, uh, definitely. Um, you know, I I know you're not familiar with our podcast, but we we actually uh, quite often talk about uh, mostly me. But uh, we do talk about <laughs> <laughs> we do talk about uh, the people that help us. And you know, I give my wife a ton of credit. You know, without her support, no way I can do this. Like especially when we were talking with Nick, right? It, I mean, Nick. Nick Wright's wife is the core Trisha. of his business. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah she, great. she's the core of his business. Uh, Wayne Harris, Salise. I mean, mm -hmm. I for you guys that don't know, I mean, without Salise, Salise does a lot. Term Pro doesn't ex exist very well. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean seriously, she she does a lot of stuff for Wayne, which allows him to do what he does. Um, and get stuff out to us on the on the um, development side and programming oh, yeah. and stuff. And for it, sure, if Salise wasn't there to do that stuff, he, you know, it would be difficult for him to manage both sides of the business. And I'm sure that's similar with yours, right? So. Oh yeah, she's great. She, uh, <laughs> I know she uh, puts up with uh, me being gone so much. I know it's a, a very, it's got to be a very difficult thing. Like sometimes, like. If I'm at home for a really long time, she's like, when, when do you have another trip coming again? Because, <laughs> like, I need a break from this duties, too. Because I'm, I'm pretty wide open, like, hustle, 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 go, go, go. Mm -hmm. Get up at 3.45 in the morning, like, just get after it. And, like, so I know that can get um, kind of over the top, like, like all the time or whatever. So I could see, like, wanting a break from that a little bit. But, um, but yeah, having a great uh, woman on your side is, like, man it's, it's so crucial it's, it's so helpful uh, and, and i know like me traveling all the time and her holding it down at the house uh, with Alyssa and everything is like i'm very grateful for her and uh my little girl so um it is very important to have a, a great girl and a very understanding one as well because yes. like when i go to shows like i'm I'm so busy and, and I've taken, I try to take them with me to shows when I can mm -hmm. like slamology, scraping the coast and stuff like that and make little, try to make little vacations out of it as well. Like we'll make some work and some pleasure at the same time. And, um, they, they know, like I'm, I'm not there messing around. Like I'm there, like I'm 
my i have a like a laser focus like i, I got yeah. i got goals like i'm i'm there to do business like uh like interact with my employees i mean not em well employees <laughs> and like my supporters right. and like everybody that's there for me uh, but i'm constantly getting pulled this direction that direction like hey jp right. come sign this hey jp uh, come yeah. check out my system da, 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 da. and i'm just like all over the place so she knows that and when i'm gone like i i know it could be like uh, something that takes a lot of understanding on her part. Oh, so yeah. I'm very grateful for it. Yep. Uh, that's a big thing, right? So there's always that saying that uh, if you're complaining about your man being and gone all the time at work, then, you know, yeah. you, you must like a broke ass man. Right. So, right. <laughs> so we got a uh, Ray. My ass just said, uh, and I, I actually, I just hit you up the other day about this JP. So Ray's act. I don't know if you uh, heard of Ray. My ass is a good friend of mine. He's from Stockton as well. Um, but I just hit you up the other day about it. And he said, uh, if you did a big show, uh, that would be cool basically. And when the, the reason I was asking, uh, you the other day is, um, you know, you do the base meet. Um, I think, was it 2018 when I went to your, when you uh, hit me up to the stop by your shop that we did the first base meet or did you do one before that? That might've been 18. I, I can't remember exactly. Um, and it did like, yeah, like it, it was a good time. It was a, yeah. a smaller setting. It was more personal. I mean, even though like a lot more it people was huge. showed up than the, <laughs> yeah. it was huge. I, I mean, I literally, I literally just like started sharing it probably that day like five hours before we actually had to get together and it, i don't know how many yeah. people showed up but I, I remember i was like oh i'll just order 10 pizzas or something like that and then i was like <laughs> i Make saw people start rolling in. i was like order another 10 order another 10 <laughs> or so pizza's just coming in and like it's just flying out like as fast as it was coming in and i, I guess people like free food and drinks because <laughs> they were rolling out like crazy hey, and that was uh, awesome it's, it's even it's even funnier to see people there that i know can't stand me but they're, hey, they're eating my food, though. So I'll tell you what. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> let me speak on that right now, man, because I'll tell you what. I witnessed that for myself, and I just I had to laugh to myself like, okay. Yep. So I was, I've heard what you said and you said, but you guys are all here right now. And that was actually why I was talking about, you know, with, with the base meet at your shop is there's so many people that go to it, like you or not, they're there. And I always thought, well, shit that would be a good place to do a show. I don't know how if they would let you even do that or if you'd be interested in it. I know we just briefly kind of threw it out there in the air the other day, but um, I don't know. Uh, you've So you've never actually thrown a show, right? Well, so, not a not a show show. You'd like, be dragged pretty much. Yeah, know. no, no, not not anything that had like an actual organization or anything like there like that. I mean, we called it the Down for Sound Throwdown, and people like I mean, the last one, and this kind of is what makes me hesitant on doing another one i learned a lot from the very last one but it was insane like the like the last one that we did um there was so many people there it like it got it got crazy like especially later into the afternoon into the night people started drinking and stuff got crazy <laughs> and i'm like man i i didn't like it because i want stuff to i want people to have fun and everything but when stuff starts going if you want to say sideways like people out in the street doing burnouts and donuts yeah. and like this and that all that riffraff like yeah. i'm not a fan of that like i want to i want people to have a good time but like there's kids out there like yeah. just just have a good time but keep it like keep it somewhat civil not not yeah. acting like a bunch of buffoons out here like acting crazy so sure. that that kind of like scared me in a way on doing another show it made me a lot more cautious i'm like I definitely want to have a lot of security. I want to have police there. I want to, like, <laughs> I want to make sure not to, not to like make people like you can't play your system. You can't do this. Like just, I think if we just had some presence there, like people would be less likely to act fools. Like they like, 
um, wouldn't be out there doing donuts or burnouts or throwing beer bottles or stuff like that. It would, like, I think it would make it a lot more controlled in a way. So you're Safer. saying, so you, so you said that you did throw an sh- actual show or just the basement no, no. you're talking about? It was just, just like, it just wasn't like, right? it wasn't like a show show. It was just right. like a, a get together. I, I, I don't know. You could call it a show. I called it the down for sound throwdown, but it wasn't like a, like, again, it was only like a few weeks of preparation thing. And that's when we were at the other warehouse and like the entire parking lot. No, no, I this was a, this was a second one. It wasn't during like a CES or anything. It was like oh, a, okay. another one. I'm like, Oh, let's like, yeah, let's do a show. Like in a few weeks, like uh, that's when I think, covid was like starting to be over with or whatever and people were getting over it and they were like wanting to get back out like our yeah. whole entire parking lot was full the street was all the way full down the way the next business's parking lot was full like there was people everywhere like it was insane and then like obviously later in the day it started getting crazy i'm like ah can we cut this <laughs> let's, yeah. let's get this stuff out of here <laughs> so yeah anyway it was insane but yeah i know like i have like a insane following and i could I could throw, I mean, people tell me that all the time, dude, you got to throw a show, man. You got to do a show. It'd be insane. I know like, uh, like having half, half a million or a million followers collectively online, like you could throw an insane show with that many people. Like it, it would take like a lot of homework. It would take a lot of, I don't know, resources, everything. Like it, people think that things are easy, but they don't understand the scale like on right. getting, uh, it's like business. Like you, you think of business like this big is one thing, but when you start thinking like this, like what has grown into now, like holy crap, this is I never thought this. Like it, it just never uh, crossed yeah. my mind. Never so. Rusty yeah, says he's ready for a party. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> The, the party that I have with Rusty is at his house with his dogs. Yeah, <laughs> he sit on the couch his fur and his babies. dogs jump up there. I'm like, hey, hero! Like his man, he has his dog hero. I'm like the biggest fan of him. Like he's the sweetest dog. But yeah, we sit like when I go over there, like our party time is literally sitting on their couches and like petting their dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what we do. Rusty's pretty chill, man. I mean, he's we me, me and you've hung out at the at the warehouse with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a, he's, yeah he's the best, man. Uh, you know super big fan of Rusty. Like, you know, couldn't, and, couldn't couldn't have a more genuine guy. Like, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, hey, and, going, and, and, go, <laughs> and going back to like, you know, when you're talking about when you're at shows, you get pulled in 50 million directions, you know, and I've had people talk about that. And they're like, he doesn't even talk to people. And, you know, he only looks at his phone. I'm like, bro, if you only knew, like, I've, I've talked to JP several times. Me and you used to share our own wor- our workout routines, the whole nine yards. And I'm like, dude, you got to understand something. That dude is getting blown up on Facebook and, and business-wise. That dude is just so focused on the work. It's not that he's avoiding everybody or he's too good for any, anybody. He's just zoned in. Even when we're at the warehouse, me, you, and Emiliano and, and Rusty, you're on your laptop, you know, working, you know, I, I've, so I've witnessed it all myself, you know, I try to break yeah. that down for some people to, to let them know, like, if, if you think he's ignoring you, you're fucking way off, dude, this, the dude's just a workaholic, you know, so yeah, right, if, right. If, if people would just get that, you know what I mean? Um, let's see if there's any other questions or if you see any in there, um, feel free. Um, it's hard for people to get it. Like when, uh, a lot of people only see things and, and it's, it's not just them. It's, it's me too. Like you tend to see stuff only from your point of view. Right. When you've never experienced different things, like whatever it may be, like popularity, monetarily, right. whatever it might be. Like you've never experienced these things. Like you can't, even if you try to understand it, you can't, 
fully grasp it until you're actually thrown into this mixing right. pot. Like, right. okay, listen, here, trade spots with JP at a show one time and like, like, see, like, see for yourself, like, what it is. Funny story they, is they'd probably um, tap out. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. they're like, holy crap, like, I can't even think for myself. Like, like, as soon as like I go to check a message, somebody else hey can I, can I get a selfie real quick can we autograph my speaker right. or my backpack or my wallet or whatever it is that being like there right. like it's always something like that um funny story is uh, a, a, another shout out uh, to Jess like she ended up I've been looking for a videographer I know my YouTube is very important for the growth like that's how I got started was my YouTube I've been looking for a videographer um for a while uh, because I go to these, I know uh, Loki's brought it up a lot. I go to these business conferences and like I'm constantly investing in myself and like trying to learn more, be more. Uh, and I see like um, one of the guys that I follow a lot is a guy named Grant Cardone. And um, I, I've seen him from when he first started doing videos and stuff. And he like he was doing on selfie style and stuff. And then I saw like where somebody else started recording them. And I'm like, okay, he's got a videographer now. And then like how he's like grown since then. And now he's got like the last conference I went to, he's got like five videographers and like a whole team of production and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I could, I could really benefit from having my own videographer, yes. but I had to wait till I grew to a spot of where one, I could afford one right. Two, I had enough team members here that could deal with like more, more videos, more exposure usually means more sales. Right. So I'm like, right. okay, like we're struggling to get caught up already. So I need to fix that, that part first before mm -hmm. I get a videographer. So, Anyway, Jess is at this show with her business, CBD Fit Recovery, and uh, she sees this guy, and I couldn't find out his name's Kevin, um, but she's like, hey, I met this guy, like, he's a videographer, he's shooting the a bodybuilding show or whatever, and I looked at his Instagram, he's, he does great work, uh, I think you need to meet him or whatever, I'm like, well, I gotta come pick you up, so, like, if you'll introduce me then, that'd, that'd be great. So any, anyway, one thing leads to another, I kind of tell him what, like, I do and uh, a little bit about myself, and I'm not really one to put myself like on a pedestal or anything i'm like i got a little following on youtube and like I, I i'm kind of like i do car audio and whatever he's like, okay cool if you want to do some videos so we worked out a little thing and i'm like okay we're going to be going to this show called slamology and uh, it's like a pretty big show and i like for you to document that like that was going to be his first show that he documented me and um anyway so he gets there and like all these people are like following me around and like he's like okay let's go do this and we go to go do that and then like like one person pulls me this way oh come look at my show and he's like after the show he's like holy crap dude like i had, <laughs> I had no idea like what i was getting into like we, we tried to shoot this and like somebody pulls you this way we try to do this and you, know, you get pulled this way like He's like, I, you totally undersold yourself. Like, I had no idea that you like you were this popular, this big in the like in this industry or whatever. I'm like, man, I just I'm just a car audio dude, man. Like, I'm just a bass head. I like I like doing it. I have fun. I've been fortunate to get to where I have, and like I just keep doing what I do. So, uh, but it, it was funny to see how blown away he was because he was somebody that had never been in car audio. He had no idea who I was, no idea anything about me. And he gets thrown into this mix. I mean, going to Slamology, the biggest car audio show of the year. He's like, holy crap, man, this is insane. So it was cool to see his reaction from that. Yeah, I bet. Uh, we actually just talked about this last week. We were like, um, you know, people come to the shows and not even one time ever have I had somebody come to the show and say, that's exactly what I expected. You know, I mean, right. these, these car audio things is um, people think it's the guy beating down the street, you know, making the noise and rattling his trunk. And then when they come to these shows and they actually see the passion 
that these competitors have or these guys demoing their vehicle. The detail they put into how much time into building just an, a a pod, you know, an A-pillar pod or, you know, the way their box glows the way it glows, you know, or they have the underglow and the, the way their batteries are set up, the, you know, the bus bars going across their batteries. And right. they're yep. like, whoa, this yeah. is never, never once has somebody ever been to one of the shows and go, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. No big deal. They're always, right. yeah. always yeah. amazed. I mean, it's it's great. the When people see the passion you have – for you, your your passion for your business and and your love of the, what you do with the base is, you know, it, it's undeniable, right? I mean, when people see you and when you get sit in their cars, they see that you enjoy it and love it. Um, that's that's really right. what we're trying to promote here. Ultimately, is right. that we all have a love for this car audio, and it's just just amazing. You know, we can do it at different ways. Like I'm a judge, right? So my love for it is. I get to provide people an opportunity to go off and show out their stuff. And right. I, I've considered uh, retiring. I mean, I've been doing this almost 22 years now. And, you know, I've considered retiring. But then I think back a couple of years ago, um, Ron DeLizzo and um, Christian, Je uh, Christian Jensen, they both won the world champion ring. And I'm like, dude, if I retire, then these guys lose their opportunity to get that championship ring. Oh, okay. And, gotcha. and so I would never, I, I don't ever want to be that guy that takes away somebody's opportunity or I don't want to be the reason that somebody loses their love of the, of the car audio industry, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, and, and I see that with you too, right? Is you're definitely, I mean, I, I see you guys posting sales and doing, um, giveaways like crazy, like crazy. <laughs> you know and you're trying and realistically what you're trying to do is promote people to get more involved in the car audio right speaking of which since you brought up giveaways yep. okay when you do a giveaway and how do people know who the winner is and all that good stuff that was one of the questions that got brought to me earlier was i see him doing giveaways i don't see winners how do people find the winners or do you announce them when you do your live feed? This is the person that won or how does that work? So people who haven't, you know, followed through with the whole giveaway situation, how does it work? Right. So uh, when I do giveaways, like learning from, so it's all about for the, it's all, it's always got to be a little bit about somewhat of a return. Like you don't want to like totally give stuff away with people not interacting or something so that's why i do like what's called thresholds like it share it right and, and if we like for instance today i did like a um uh, i started a giveaway for a sundown um banging package is what we call it it comes with the sundown sfb 2000 uh egg series uh subwoofer and a dual two and an amp kit this is about like a thousand dollar um giveaway so I'm like, if it reaches a thousand likes and a thousand shares by tomorrow at one, we'll give this away. If not, y'all really don't want me to give it away. Cause there's, keep in mind, there's 200,000 people following my page. So like the amount that I asked for the threshold or the giveaway, nothing. like, yeah, it's less, nothing. it's like 0.5%. Right. So it's like, it, it should be easily attainable. Right. But if I do this and I'm like, Oh, just like it and share it. And it gets like, 32 likes and four shares like i'm like i just right. gave away a thousand bucks for, for four yeah. likes or something like that i'm like so that's why i set these thresholds on there and it also motivates people to get after it like right. hey hit that share button it only takes five seconds to do this so anyway when the giveaway 
happens, like, and we meet the threshold, then I'll go live, like, the next day, like, um, and I'll put, like, the uh, in the title, uh, say, if it was this giveaway that we're doing currently, um, I'll put in there uh, banging package winner announcement or something like that. So I'll go live and go over the package again, show what we're giving away, and, like, congratulations to Lucky McGovern. You're, like, the winner of this package. Uh, shoot me a message. Claim your prize. Uh, let's get together and get you this package shipped out to you free of charge if you're inside the United States, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's how it happens. Like, we have to reach the threshold in order for it to be, like, validated. Absolutely. Or, Absolutely. So, that, so, but to answer your question, like, that's how we announce the winners. Like, I go live, like, I announce the winner, and it's out there for everybody to see. The okay. thing, the other thing that makes, the reason why I do that is because it makes people be more engaged. They have to, if they have to enable post notifications, so they I actually just sold one of those packages. That's funny how that works. It popped okay. up on my screen. Mega <laughs> package sold. Um, but anyway, so uh, it makes people have to be more involved and, and not only is it a share, but you need to go and watch the next live video to see if you were the winner. You don't, it's not, like oh, a one nice. and, it's not, it's not like a one and done thing. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, like whatever. And, gotta come no, back. You, like you gotta keep, like you gotta, it keeps that engagement. That it's engagement. Right. Exactly. So that's, so that's how we do it. And we've, I've, I've easily given away over a quarter of a million dollars in car audio easily. Yeah. So there's nobody else like giving away as much car audio as I do. My accountant hates me at times. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can see the bigger picture. Like right. giving, I like giving back to the, to the community that's given so much to me. So uh, it's just a win-win. Sometimes it doesn't make sense on the accounting side or the book side. Cause she's like, we're taking losses like crazy over here because you keep giving shit away. And I'm like, well, uh, like I know it'll make sense one day. So exactly. I anyway, agree hundred percent. That's how we do it. Yep. Um, let's see, uh, Adrian Hernandez, what's going on, bro? Uh, and he actually said, I won my first DC level 312 from JP five years ago. Um, let's see, Dave Bradshaw. That's awesome. Um, and then are you going to be attending the new Surf City date of October 1st and 2nd? Uh, I'll tentatively say <laughs> yes. My, my dad's birthday is on the first, my, my, my birthday's on the third. Uh, we usually do like some sort of get together for all my family around that time and their anniversaries on the third and fourth. So um, what you're saying is they're going to come to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are not a fan of super loud music. I can tell you that <laughs> I, I do. Everybody's like, you need to get a demo with your parents in your time. I'm like, I did that once a little bit with my mom. It was hilarious. I like, saw, she's yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I want to say tentatively, like I will be there. I love the surf city show. It's a great show. The, the weather is very mild. Like it's, it's usually cool. Uh, and, I, and usually my man, uh, Jacob Fuller flies up there when we hang out and we go eat at the Thai spot around the corner, like 12 times while we're there. It's like the, the, the best Thai place. The yeah, it's, yeah, it's the best spot in the entire United States. I swear. <laughs> we go the, I think we could just go there most of the time to just like eat the Thai food, but the show's pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's a show going on, right? Yeah, exactly. That, hey, that's why I always tell people, man, surf is one of those places, dude, that it's not just the car audio. Like I would go there just to go. Like it's it's a just an awesome ass place. I love it. That was actually yeah. um that was the first time that I met you, actually. That was Oh yeah, yeah. You got a demo in the in the first piggy bank that yeah, I had. That's when you had the nightshades. Yeah, exactly. I had I everything that. in yeah. there with sundown. Everything. I mean, yeah, RCA's, yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, as soon as and then you posted the video of you getting a demo on my truck, man, and 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 
shout out to you, man, because uh, it was like when you did that, boom, I just started getting subscribers, 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 you know. And then when I hooked up with Steve Mead, he got a demo on my car, and you know, he was giving yep. me, giving me his shout outs. You were giving me your, your shout outs, and it was like then I started blowing up, and it was crazy because. I'm not, I'm not on your guys' level one bit, but it's crazy because I'll go to shows and now I have people that want to take a picture with me with their trophy yep. they won, you know, sign, you know, one of my shirts that I sold or, or had or yep. whatever. That's and how it, it starts, though. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, it's an awkward feeling because, you know, you guys are doing huge things, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, I watched, uh, matter of fact, your video, the one you filmed at Sky High. And yeah. uh, uh, Isaiah was one of the guys who was like, you know, we got the big heads out here right now, you know, JP and and uh, Steve Mead, Lucky McGovern. And I was blown away. My name got put in that mix. I'm like, Dude, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, That's the thing. Every everybody starts with this many followers. Yeah, right. Everybody. Yep. So. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, it says here you were supposed to grow a mustache, Mr. JP. Oh, was I? From Rosa Espinosa. Sure. She says, speaking of stash, weren't you supposed to grow one, JP? I believe you. I, mean, I have. You have like, sometimes I don't know what my shares. social media guy puts out there. He'll <laughs> <laughs> put anything out there. If, you, if, if uh, JP gets uh, 1,500 likes and shares on this picture, he'll get a tramp stamp on his back. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, where did, I didn't sign up for any of this. What the heck's going on? <laughs> but we have a good time, though. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, but yeah, Steve, Steve Wendell. Yeah, Steve Wendell. So uh, he was at the show. That, I don't know if you know Steve. He's up there in Reno. But he has a spectacular stash. He's got the oh, little, okay. uh, like the evil guy the from the Japanese. old, yeah, like the old nice. uh, gonna tie a girl to the train tracks porn stash. Oh, <laughs> you know? Man. I, I told him that thing gained him a DB. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He was at the show. Uh, uh, very cool. Yeah, we got some stuff in here. Um, oh, man, I just scrolled past it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anything new coming to Down for Sound? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was one of the questions I saw. Uh, so. I know I saw your amps when, when I was in there. Um, um, yeah, we're, we're working on uh, coming out, I guess, like the, the most. I have two things that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Um, one of them is like, we're coming out with some like bigger amplifiers. We'll probably end up like having a full suite of amplifiers. Obviously we came in with the JP 23, uh, the first amp like that we came out with. And then we did the JP 234, the JP 84, um, the JP eight, which is like a, like all of these are like your run of the, well, I don't want to say run of the mill, but if you're getting into the game, like obviously you want to get into what your fastest sellers or movers are. So like, you don't want to mm -hmm. come out swinging with a 10 K and not have like <laughs> a two K or a 1500 or a thousand, because right. like you'll, you'll sell, I don't know, a hundred two Ks to one eighty three hundred or anyway. So we, we came out with the, the little guys first and now like we're, now we have a bunch of prototypes on the bigger ones. The, the like, so since my initials are JP, the, the, um, I don't know what you want to call it. The, the way that we're going is like 23, 33, cause it rhymes like JP 23, JP 33, JP 43, like the, everything ends with a three for that reason. It rolls off the tongue. Well, and I've had the name of down for sound like dissected by a person that does that. And they said, it's like perfect. Like you like the, and that could be, uh, one of the 
contributing factors for it being so successful because if you have a name that is something that is it easily rolls off the tongue yeah. they like there people are like it's easy to remember like people say it a lot more like right. instead of something like that's 12 miles long they're like i don't even want to say the name of that because it's it's ridiculous like it's, it's too long yeah. uh, so it, it rolls and it flows well same thing with like jp23 or uh, our our lithium battery the lto 6.0 like the like everything if you notice like most of them have some sort of flow to them if it yeah. doesn't it just couldn't possibly have it because it wouldn't make sense like the jp95 like it's a five channel what else would you call it to be a five channel amplifier it had to like it had to end in a five right, right. um but anyway so uh we're coming out with like we have some prototypes in the works for like a 33 a 43 and a and also a 83 um most people are like the most sensible thing would to be like do a 33 next and then a 43 um and move our way up to the biggest ones and offer something that like could help anybody like whatever you're trying to get into like a little guy that needs a thousand watt amp or uh, a dude that's wanting to run four eight or ten k's like we got you um but in saying that so i'm excited about those on like bringing those other amplifiers to the market i also uh don't a lot of people are like oh since you're coming out with your own amps your own product line or whatever uh isn't that backhanding the people that have helped you all this way and my answer to that is there's always a, a right and a wrong way to go about doing things uh, a lot of things that i do do are are in collaboration with other companies for instance my mids and highs that i do it says powered by defbonks like well i teamed up with defbonks to do these so i like when you there's certain ways to do things where you can do it the right way and for instance that same thing with uh sundown like i'm doing base packages using their subwoofers and that's something else i'm excited about us coming out with right now we had our loaded enclosures that we uh, came out with um, like um, a couple of years ago maybe a year ago uh, it, it takes a, a lot of back-end work a lot of people yeah. don't understand how much back-end work something takes to bring it to your doorstep but anyway um, we uh, did a base package a single 12 and a dual 12 with the sundown sa series the sa classic series subwoofers this is the most popular the most sold 12 inch subwoofer in the history of down for sound so i'm um, like man if we could put those in one in our budget banger boxes our profabs that would be awesome they're specifically made for the sub people would love them they would we know they would perform well because the box is made specifically for those so people would have a great experience with it and sure enough uh, we did the single 12 loaded enclosure and then the dual 12 loaded enclosure in uh team with sundown now we have not only those being made but now i'm like okay let's do like uh the lower models too from the sa series down like so the e series is under the sa series so we're doing single and dual 12s in the e series and then one notch down from that is the lcs series so we're doing single and dual 12s in the lcs series too so no matter where a person wants to be starting out like very beginner they could do a single lcs sub is 300 watts rms they could do a 500 watt amp and like they could be up and bumping in a couple hours like and getting this package or whatever they want to move it up a notch cool we got a single or a dual e-series they want to go up a notch from that got a single or a dual 12 but in, in saying that like i do so many things in collaboration with like these other companies that have been there for me and my goal with down for sound is to offer something but also to remain number one like provider of their products as well like i'm not 
I, I try to always not get distracted from my main mission from day one, which was like, I want to be the best seller, the biggest seller for these brands that I offer. And I want to always continue that. And if I can offer something else for somebody under the down for sound name and, and a lot of times in collaboration with these uh, companies that have helped me along the way, awesome. That's a win-win for everybody and that's right. the right way to go about doing it. So uh, those are a couple of things I'm excited about, the amps um, and uh, also the loaded enclosures. I think they'll be very popular. I mean, the amps that we already have, like they, um, we came out with those. I think we got our first one in like around seven months ago. I actually just posted this as well. Um, we've done over a million dollars in sales of our amplifiers in seven months. I don't nice. know anybody else in the history of car audio that's done this. Like, I, and I know a lot of people in car audio like to start zero amp offering to a million dollars in sales in seven months. Like I would love to meet them if they did like <laughs> from nobody to like a million dollars in sales in there and in, in an amp offering. Uh, so that's a, uh, I would say fairly successful uh, launch on like yeah. a, a brand. No, absolutely. Um, so we're rolling up on an hour. We got the other stuff we got to get to afterwards. Uh, you know, you could call those like a, a top dog package and a base race package. You know, one of those <laughs> things that anybody can get in and they can compete with, you know, because uh, realistically mm -hmm. those um, base race and top dog, anybody has an opportunity to win in those. Uh, Lucky will tell you he loves those things. Um, you have great turnout. I mean, in Top Dog, you can do a 119.9, right? Nice. Which is nothing. Um, but, you know, you can do as much as a 159.9. It doesn't matter. Uh, you guys all put in the same class, and you just come out there, try to control your system, and have fun. Um, right. All, okay, so real quick, uh, remember, uh, we have all this stuff. It'll be up on iTunes, iHeart. Uh, Spotify, any of those uh, streaming services, usually about an hour after the show, I'll have them posted. Um, where are they going to go to get all your stuff? I'm sure most everybody already knows, but uh, tell us about uh, how to get a hold of your products. Yeah, so my products and all, all of the products that I offer uh, from Sundown, DC, Excess Power, uh, Mac Man, Allstaters, like we have, we offer a bunch of different things, but downforsoundshop.com is my store and uh, it's always been that. So, uh, yeah, if you want to swing through and if you need anything, hit us up and uh, we got a ton of, like, I've been hiring more and more people, obviously trying to keep up with the demand. Luckily, we have that problem of having uh, tons of orders and I'm grateful for that. And again, I would never take it for granted. Like I know a lot of people get to a certain point and they, they get lazy, they get complacent and, uh, they just get unfocused and like, I, I don't want to be that. I want to be always laser focused and, um, keep pushing this thing because at the end of the day, my, like me, a, a big thing for me is uh, making my parents proud. Like, um, my, my dad came from, um germany when he was seven years old and like they moved over like he didn't know any english he didn't know anything like he like they were they were literally dirt floor poor like they lived in a one-room shack in uh, kentucky and um they he had it he had it hard a lot of people thought that they had it hard try moving to an entire different country you have zero idea you don't have an app on your phone back in that day you don't even have a cell phone you don't have any way of communicating with anybody because you don't speak english you only speak german and you get transplanted into this place in the middle of the woods of kentucky and you're over here just trying to you're just he said they stuck him in class or whatever just to hear the words that are coming out that's the only way that mm -hmm. you could learn back in the day so he's like sitting here just like 
not knowing what's going on, not knowing what's being said or whatever. Uh, but he, they lived like that their entire childhood. Uh, my, my grandma and grandpa, like he, he said, they tried to work as hard as they could to make ends meet and they all had multiple jobs and everything like that. And he said, um, he's like, he talked to my grandma at the time, uh, or his mom. He's like, I, I don't like living like this. Like, I, like I hate being poor. Like, uh, like I know there's something I can do about this. Like, I'm like, I got to figure something out. And the only thing that he knew he wasn't smart. Like he, the only thing that he could do was work. Like he, he knew how to work. So he got a job like, uh, doing like a paper route and then a milk route. And then he started working in the fields and like working on the farms and stuff like this. And, um, he's like, he's been a penny pincher his entire life. Uh, people say he's a tight wad and he squeaks <laughs> when he walks and everything like this, but <laughs> I love he, it. he knew, he knew he did not want to be poor anymore. And, yeah. um, and he, and he did everything he like and him not being the, the smartest guy, like the, when, when you aren't the only thing that you can trade for is working your ass off. Like yep. you have to, like, that's the only thing that you can trade it for. So he's like, I'll be a workaholic. And that's what he turned into. Like he would outwork anybody in the room. And he eventually passed that down to me when I was a kid um, and like taught me how to cut grass and everything like that. Uh, And that was my first hustle was cutting everybody's yards on the street and kind of like saving my money up for at that time, just saving it up to blow it on something. Um, But it taught me to like the value of a dollar and like you have to work for stuff if you want it. And he always said to him and my mom, you can have anything you want in this life. Uh, but you got to be willing to work for it. And right. the, the harder you'll work for it, the the more successful you can and will be. Uh, but your opportunities aren't going to come up to you. They're, you're going to have to, like, the boat's not going to come by. You got to swim out there after it and get it. So, right. um, I, I mean, I, I think the thing that keeps me going at like, the end of the day is uh, knowing how hard that he had it. And um, he didn't give us, like, my, a lot of people were like, oh, JP started, like, with a silver spoon in his mouth. His parents gave him everything, this and that. Like, everybody are, are, is always trying to justify their inaction of not not doing stuff, not putting in the work. They're always trying to point the finger at something, like, to make themselves feel better about, uh, like, not achieving something. Like, they want to yeah. try to discredit what, what you've done uh to whatever make themselves feel better about themselves so they come up with all these things like that and uh, jp's parents paid for everything they gave him a loan he was born with silver spoon in his mouth he's never had to work for anything like anything that you can think of i've heard it like and and more right Um, but so um in, in knowing that my dad did like in comparison to where he started like not knowing a language, living on the uh, dirt floor, like in a one room shack, like with his uh, six other family members, like in the same, like literally poor as hell. And knowing that he provided me a start where I had a house with air conditioning, like, and we had vehicles, like, like that's how, like, I think life is all about perspective and oh, yeah. Like, so I'm like, when I see, like, I think I'm having a hard day or see somebody like, oh, my day sucks, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, you got a cell phone. You yeah. got a car. It's That's got right. You got internet. You got this. That's right. Exactly. You got yeah. internet to be able to go complain about your bad day or whatever. Like, right. you just, your perspective is messed up. Like, so I always try to think about that when I think, like, my day is getting long. I like, man, it's, it's Saturday. I've worked, I woke up six days in a row, three forty-five every day. Like, I, like I'm putting it in, like I'm tired. I'm like, man, think about your dad, man. Like he, he was, he was doing this. Like he, he got it way harder than you did. Yep. So hey, that, that's, your, da- your dad one didn't have poopy pants, right? <laughs> right yeah, exactly. He didn't, he didn't care. He just, he got after it. Like he made it happen. So 
Oh, my anyway. kids, my kids tell me all the time, I'm not you, dad. I mean, I own four businesses and I run a fifth, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, and my kids always, well, I'm not you, dad. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to put you in a position that you didn't have to worry about stuff like I did, you know, right, and I'm sure exactly. your dad did the same thing, right? Exactly. That's that, that was his thing. Like he, so in teaching me how to work, how to cut grass and like, and how to, the value of a dollar basically yep. when I was younger, um, and he never gave us anything. If we wanted something like a dirt bike or a four wheeler or something like that, like no problem. Uh, and, and he luckily, uh, he did very well for himself working for a, another company. He, he worked on the river like his entire life or the Mississippi river on a place on a boat called, uh, the Neil deal with a company called Ingram barge line. It's one of the biggest towboat companies on the Mississippi river that trans, um, uh, transfers like coal and a bunch of other stuff up and down the river. But anyway, he became like a through saving, sacrificing, like everything. He be became a millionaire from not, he would probably hate me if I said that. Like he, he's a really <laughs> humble guy, but like, I'm like, man, that to that's the American dream. You went from Absolutely. nothing, not, yeah. not speaking the language, living on a dirt floor to like everybody like has this, well, not everybody, but a lot of people have this dream. Oh, I want to become a millionaire or whatever. Like you did that through the hardest way possible. Like yeah. it takes to, to do it working for somebody else is very difficult. Like, and, and like to yeah. do that, it takes a ton of sacrifice and a ton of saving and, and sitting on that money, like letting it get into that interest where it's like mm -hmm. really rolling it in. So it, it takes a long time for it to get to that point. So it takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, and, and knowing that we, as my family, my, me as a kid, never had to do without, we always had food. We always had shelter and, and clothes and stuff like that. We, we had the necessities, but if we ever wanted something that was maybe a little frivolous, like a dirt bike or something, no problem, but you have to pay for half of it. Okay. Come on, dad. Nice. Like, why, <laughs> nice. why are you making it? Come on, yeah. man. You don't, you don't love nice. me. Yep. It, nice. it never made sense to me until like yep. later in life. Yeah. Right. right. No, hey, so so that's the kind of thing we love to talk about on here too is, you know, uh what inspired you, what put you where you are and, you know, your dad absolutely for you. Like I said, you know, for me, my wife is my other half because I'm a very long-term thinker and my wife's more the short-term combined, we do well. Um, you know, uh people say my life growing up was uh, really not good, but it showed me no matter who you are, where you came from shows you either where you want to go or what you don't want to do. And then it's up to you as a person to make the decision to follow the path that right. makes your life better. And I, it's, it's awesome. Your dad is such a huge influence in your life. Um, not everybody has that. And, you know, oh, exactly. Like, like I said, like, um, you know, like, I tell people like the, the, the biggest thing that my parents gave me, like was my work ethic. Like that, that's what, the, like they, they think it was money. They think it was a silver spoon. They think all these things. I'm like, it was a work ethic that like, I won't outwork. I'm not the smartest dude out there by any means, like, like by far, like, and, but like, if you think you're going to outwork me, you got, you got a, a, a hill to climb. Like, like I will work until, but I got that from my dad because I know like, that's how he, if you, so now I know, like, if you have that, like, you have a unwavering work ethic and you also combine it with, um, a little bit of smarts, like a little bit mm -hmm. of figuring out like things. And you also 
like the further I get in business, like the more, and I go to these business conferences and like, they call me out on stuff. They're like, man, why don't, why are you working for yourself? Like, why, why are you being so selfish? Why are you like, why is it just you, you, you? And I'm like, and it, and like hearing all these things at first, you're like, man, I'm kind of offended. Like what, what the hell? Why are you calling me out? You don't even know me like that, bro. Yeah. But like, it makes you think about things that you normally wouldn't. And I'm like, crap, like you sit down and you kind of like take it all in. And then you're like, man, like, I am being selfish. Like, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm like, I'm working 120 hours a week. Yeah. I want to make all the money. I want to do all the work. Nobody's going to care about my business the way that I do. Like I want to mm-hmm. me, me, me. And then like something one day it was like, like it just clicked. I'm like, man, like I, I'm, I'm not spending any money. I mean, I'm not spending any time with my family. Like I'm working 120 hours a week. Like I literally, and that's, that's something that just like brought up. She's like, you come home, like, you, at 9 30 10 o'clock you go to sleep you wake up at four o'clock you do it you do it again you're not here like you i'm like but i'm trying to like get this thing figured out i'm trying to make it where like it'll be something that'll provide for us and and uh and like for a while like they're understanding but after a while as well they're like are you yeah. really trying to do something like are you just like you don't want to be around here <laughs> or whatever it may be yeah. um but so like uh, but eventually like it clicked in my head i'm like man i really need to get team members to like start duplicating yourself uh and then also finding people that love doing something that you maybe not even know how to do you you like i need somebody that like me for instance doing youtube like i I knew how to sort of edit videos like sort of piece stuff together but i wasn't good at it by any means like they were really basic really cut and dry I'm like, man, if I could get a videographer, somebody that like they absolutely love shooting video, they love editing right. it, they love doing all the flares and the pops and the wow and like grabbing everybody's attention. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to do that. But yeah. if I can get somebody that is pay them for what they're great at. Right. So getting right. them, like getting people on your team that love doing like love being a part of your mission is so important. And like now, Down for Sound has grown to be something way bigger than me. It's, um, it, it provides a source of, and this is so much more fulfilling than any amount of money that I could ever make. I've already made like enough money that like I, more than I ever thought I could have. And, and I say that humbly and in saying that, like, I know, um, something that is the most, something that makes me feel really fulfilled is knowing that down for sound is something that provides a consistent and comfortable source of income for my team members. Absolutely. That gives me like a source of win, like in, in within me that I, I couldn't like. You can't put a price on that. If I didn't yep. care about people and I didn't care about my team members, I could sell everything at Down for Sound and retire today. Like, but it's not about me anymore. It's about my team members, and I care like so much about them. Like, it's 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 crazy. I never thought I could care about these people, but knowing that they like they'll go to bat for me, like they work so hard for me, is very. Um, fulfilling for me and i want to always return that favor for them as well so it's, it's been a huge learning curve for me but yep. man it, it'll make you feel great when uh you're doing it for the right reasons all right so hey real quick i got two more things for you one okay. a gentleman named in new zealand jody uh he wants to know do you guys ship to new zealand uh jody we do ship internationally um like all over the world almost every day now luckily grateful for that um because it can get insanely expensive, but uh, we do ship internationally. To get a quote on that, the best thing that you can do is go to downforsoundshop.com and um, create an account. 
grab whatever you're wanting um, and put it in your cart and select checkout and it should populate a shipping uh, quote for you. All right, and then Dave, uh, Dave Bradshaw, while he's making Lucky a sandwich, and, yeah. you, and you better hurry the hell up because Lucky's I've almost done here. I know. Uh, but anyway, so Dave's asked like nine times, what's a discount code? Do you have any discount codes or where would they go to find a discount code? Uh, currently we do not. We're like, we're held by, um, strict pricing guidelines for each yeah. company It's called map pricing. We have to sign contracts with them. So the only time that we're able to do like discounts or, or codes or something like that is when they authorize them. And, uh, and right now we're, we're struggling so bad to just keep product in stock to, to discount it is like shooting yourself in the foot as a yes, business sir. owner. Like, like it's going to sell anyway. Like, so to discount it, like to sell it at a discount is like wasting money in a sense. Like if you don't buy it, somebody else is going to buy it. Like it's it, yeah. like, we're selling stuff so fast right now is uh, again, like I never thought like I would have reached this level of car audio sales or anything. It's, it's bananas. So pretty crazy. Okay. All right. So, uh, and then I got Lucky's favorite question. All right. How do you define a base head? What is your definition of a base head? That, that's Lucky's favorite. Yeah, um, a base head to me is somebody that just loves anything about car audio. It doesn't have to be the the craziest system. Like you can, and I, I run into this a lot. Like people, like having a following and and being somewhat popular, people are dying to know your valid or to get my validation of their system. Right. I'm like, man, and I tell them every time I, my response to that has never changed if you like your system i love it like yeah. it's like that's the most important thing like don't ever build your system for somebody else build right. it for what you like right. like everybody is unique in their own ways build it for you to like it or you to love it and if other people end up liking it great if not yeah f them like it's <laughs> your system right. like you listen to it every day like make it what you want so don't look for uh external validation of your system if it's what makes you happy so to me like that's what it is like a person whatever makes them happy with their system mine just happens to be a little over the top six eighteen hundred thousand watts 32 tens 32 tweeters like <laughs> whatever makes you happy like then that's awesome on mine is it's uh yeah i see joshua tattoo just said um your system is your fingerprint. Exactly. Yeah. It can be if you allow it to be, if you don't let a bunch of these external people say, Oh, that's going to suck. Like, why yeah. are you going to face yourselves that way? Like some of them may be rightfully trying to help guide you in the right direction. But if they're telling you, Oh, don't paint your box pink, but you need to paint it purple. Like if you change your mind on that, just because they said, right. even though your favorite color is pink, like right. you're not, you're not going to be, you made may you might've made that person happy, but now you're like, no, you're I wish I would have done it. Pink. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. No like, so you, you gave up yes. your happiness on like trying to make them happy. And it's like that, not just in car audio, but in life as well. So many right. times people, people are, they spend their entire lives trying to, trying to make other people happy. And at the end of the day, they're miserable. They're, they're never happy with themselves. Yep. And like the next thing they know, they're 70 years old. And they're like, I've never been happy because I've always been trying to make somebody else happy. Right. Do what you do, like make yourself happy. And like, I'm also a big believer in you have to take care of your house before you can take care of other people on a level yes, that's sir. really going to benefit them. Right. Like so many people, same thing. Like they worry about what other people think. They're always trying to help somebody else. And like a lot of these people that do that, it's, it's commendable, it's respectable, but 
bro hell you gotta you need to help yourself like you're mm-hmm. like you're you're struggling yourself but oh somebody said you're a great dude because you gave away your paycheck to this person i'm like you're not gonna pay rent now because you gave away <laughs> your paycheck it looked cool on facebook but now you're yeah. in a worse off yeah. position than you were so right. anyway you need to uh not, anyway i know yeah. i'm going a little no yeah away, we're, that's we're not two cents yeah no that that's great that's what we're looking for hey we really appreciate you being on here Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you want to hang out for a couple minutes. We're gonna go over the upcoming shows, or if you want, if you need to get off, uh, it's up to you. Um, no, it's it's fun. Like okay. I, like I always set aside. Like when somebody like has me on their um podcast or show, like no matter how big or small it may be, like I, like I don't take these things for granted, and I'm appreciative of them. So like mm-hmm. I, I block off this time. I tell my team members like, hey, I'm I'm not available for the next hour and a half or two hours or whatever it may be, and like okay. they know to continue operations without me okay so, so i'm um, here for y'all's okay uh, so whatever. hold on a second i'm going to just go over this real quick um okay. i brought up for everybody else to see on here the upcoming shows for this next uh this weekend there's the one show in grapevine texas it's a 3x also newport tennessee has a 3x coming up tipton michigan has a 2x oneida wash uh wisconsin has a 2x then we got Poland. That's the first time we've seen a Poland in a minute. Uh, Fresno. That's the um, what's that called? Lucky. It's the soldier one. Um, uh, basing for heroes. Basing oh yeah. For heroes. Yeah. Base basing for heroes. That's a two X in Fresno. Remember, get your points so we can go to world finals. Also, if you have got your points, you need to get your DB Drag membership so you can be compete in world finals out here on the West Coast or the East Coast, wherever you are. Make sure you get your membership. Uh, we have a couple Alberta Canada's coming up, a 3X on Sunday the 12th. Columbus, Georgia, a 3X. We have Greenville, Michigan, uh, 3X also. We got Russia. We got Mexico on the 12th. We got Alberta on the 25th. Now the 19th, Lebanon, T- Tennessee, is the last day for points for World Finals. Uh, look for a show coming on the West Coast from either myself or Lucky. So we'll get that. Um, so there's the upcoming shows. Also, it is Rosa. Is it Espinosa? I believe it's Rosa Espinosa. Um, <laughs> That's a cool name. Yeah, it's uh, Moses uh, Moses Martinez's. It's his uh, his lady, and it's her birthday today. So Moses oh, happy said, birthday. "Happy birthday to her." So Feliz cumpleaños, that too. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I know you don't know these people, but uh, so they come to all our shows over here and they are a party. So yeah, uh, they, they are their own party. Yes, it says Espinoza. So, yes, uh, they, they are their own party. They're great people. They're fun to have around. Um, they're awesome. Uh, but once again, uh, smash the like button, smash the thumbs up. Whatever you got to do, the heart button, uh, visit uh, Down for Sounds. If you're in Vegas, uh, is your shop open to stop by and say hi and purchase some product? Yeah, we have. Uh, we literally just put up a video, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, of a, a guy from the military stopping by. But a lot of people always message and ask, like, can, um, can we stop by or, or whatever? And this is a funny story, too. So many guys will be like hey babe let's go to vegas like like they're all making their their girls think they're like oh like let's go to vegas my, yeah <laughs> my, my man wants to take me to vegas and i'm like this is so awesome like we're gonna go on the strip and all this and then sometime yeah sometime <laughs> in their trip to vegas they're like 
they end up at down for sound and they're like all fangirling over meet me and stuff and their wife's like now yeah. i know why we came to vegas it wasn't because yeah. you wanted to take me to vegas because right. you wanted to go see jp and it's, it's always a funny thing but yeah if you're ever in the uh, las vegas area like we uh, i'm not always here obviously i travel a lot but my team members know like if somebody wants to stop by that's fine like if they we call it the uh, one minute tour or whatever. If you want us to like walk you through and you see my office and the bathrooms and <laughs> whatever, <laughs> we'll, walk, we'll walk you through and show you the uh, product and everything. And uh, we're, we're humbled and grateful to have people come by and you can purchase stuff here. It is easier if you purchase it online and mark it as a waiting, uh, as you want to pick it up or whatever, that's easier. So we can get it ready. Um, we can get all that done, but yeah, we, we love to have uh, visitors and people stop by and it's, um, I love interacting with um, my fans and supporters, and uh, I know uh, 100% I couldn't be where I am today without the support of my uh, friends, family, fans, supporters, whatever you want to call them, uh, or one or the other. Uh, I couldn't be here uh, without their support, uh, ultimately, so um, it's it's awesome, and I'm grateful for it, so yeah, stop on by, shoot us a message, we'll, we'll make it happen. Um, well, uh, from uh, one little thing here. Uh, JP, you've always, a, a, yeah, always been a solid dude with me, man. Uh, 100% respect for you, bro. Um, since the day I met you, you've been nothing but cool. Um, and uh, yeah, Same. yeah, it's been a touche. It's like that to you as well, man. And and something I know it's not just in car audio, but since I'm so deep in car audio, I, I see it this way. Um, but it seems like you can't even be a in car audio, it seems like you can't even be a, a fan of somebody without like everybody oh you're a nut hugger man like you're, you're yeah. cool with jp oh nut hugger like yeah. uh, like get, get his junk out of your mouth like i'm like you so childish man like i mean like i said earlier like man i'm a big fan of rusty i love the dude like him scotty johnson like he's like a mentor of mine like I, i'd do anything for scotty and a bunch of these other guys like i'm like big fans of theirs big supporters of theirs yeah. like how can yeah. hey man how can i help you like and people are like, oh you're like you're, you're a nut hugger like da, da, da. I'm like call me whatever you want to bro like right right <laughs> from way yeah. down there from way I break it down to people that you know in my conversations it's like I said since the day I met you you've invited me and my son to your shop you know then next thing you know was hey let's throw a base meet we had a great time you fed me and my son you know um anytime we've got together you know we hit it off had a good time and uh, you've never ever done wrong by me i've never heard you you know nothing so to anybody out there you know if you met him you're gonna know that he is fucking part machine for sure your work ethic is just fucking undeniable um and there's a there's a reason you're as successful as you are and uh yeah you're good in my book for sure i appreciate it yeah i mean i'm, I'm big on like and what I think what may turn people off uh, somewhat uh, is a couple of things. One, like I'm very open, like especially with um, like the new levels that we're, we're achieving with Down for Sound, like the sales and like posting these money things and stuff. Like this is like I've always shared my journey from day one. I've never wavered. I've never changed. Like people just come into my like they they find out about me. Like, oh, this dude's a prick. Like all he cares about is money. Like da, 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 da. like they say all these things. They, they, don't, they haven't known me since 10 years ago. Like when I was doing the same exact thing, I was super excited about getting a thousand dollars in sales. Right. So, but nobody right. said anything about it then. They're like, oh, okay, cool, man. And then, but when you post, you did $300,000 worth of sales in that day. Oh, you bragging, man? Like, what, yeah. what's the deal, bro? Like, it, you think it, you're it, better than us? Like, if it ain't, like, if it ain't motivating somebody, then they're just haters. That's all it is. I've said that from day one. If it doesn't motivate you, then there's something fucking wrong. 
Yeah, I, I don't know either, but I mean, I want to keep, like, I've always shared it since day one, and, like, I always want to keep it going and uh, and helping people along the way that I can. Like, I know uh, Rusty's saying amazing guy. He also did a huge donation to the dog we were helping. Like, I'm big on people's energy and, and giving them back what they give me. I'll treat somebody with ultimate respect until they don't give it, until they come at me sideways from the get-go. Right. Hey, man, like, you want to be like that? All right, right, let's go. Right, like, you, right. you want to treat me with disrespect? You want to talk right. crap about me? I'm going to give it right. back to you. Like, that's how you, that's what you gave me. So I'm going to give it back to you. And they're right. like, oh, JP sucks, man. He, like, he said this to me. Like, look what you said to me. Like, I can't right. say it back to you. You said right. it to me. But now it's a problem because JP right. said it. I've been there a million times. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, before I forget, thank you for always sponsoring the shows that I throw, uh, me and Doug. You know, thank you for always sponsoring. You've always been there for that as well. So, yeah, salute to it's you, my brother. pleasure. Like, I, yeah, it's my pleasure. Like, I always try to give back. I mean, through my the products or like to shows that people that have helped me uh, along the way, whatever it might be. Like, I always try to give back to these people uh, when I can. Right. Uh, a lot. Sometimes I have so much capital tied up in my projects. I'm like, ah, uh, it's this toy's <laughs> gonna cost me, bro. <laughs> I might have to skip my lunch on this one. But yeah, I always try to give back. I always try to think of others as well. All right. Um, all right, guys. Well, yeah, we, we got to wrap it up. We're just about out of time for our, uh, what we got here. Um, once again, we'd like to thank uh, Jonathan Price, JP from Down for Sounds. Uh, great story. <laughs> Love to get the background. Uh, it, it makes you more human to the rest of the people that, you know, think of you as somebody way up here. You know, you started down and you raised yourself up. I'm a big fan of uh, raising yourself up. So these stories are hopefully an inspiration to people. Obviously, you're a big deal in the uh, basehead community in providing product, providing deals uh, all the time with people. Um, it's been awesome. Lucky, uh, we didn't get to talk about uh, Beat the Boss because you weren't there at the last show, but we'll talk about <laughs> it again. Uh, remember, we got a show coming up here. Uh, remember, I, I will never discourage anybody from going to a show. Please attend any shows in your area. Remember, you guys got to support these shows. If you don't support the shows, they go away. Um, right. If there's no benefit to the shop or the sponsor having the event, then the event goes away. So keep that in mind when you guys attend a show. Remember to clean up after yourselves. I will say the guys on the West Coast are freaking awesome. Dude, they do a great job. They walk through the parking lot afterwards. I had zero complaints from Baldini's. We did four shows there. Um, Brian Nyman's, uh, we do, with the amount of people we get in that such a small space, you guys clean up great. Remember, don't just respect my shows. Respect all shows. This is what it's all about. Everybody come out, have fun. Um, once again, we want to thank Jace, uh, JP, Jonathan Price. We're going to thank D Team DC Lucky. Glad to have you with me, my brother. And um, remember, just be out there, have fun. Catch us every Monday night, 6 p.m. on Sonic FX on Facebook. Also, we're on YouTube on Sonic FX Doug. We're on This Week in Car Audio on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and all your other streaming services. So, um, once again, guys, thanks for tuning in this week, and we hope to see you again next week when we have potentially Wayne and Sleese Harris. We'll get that going as soon as we can. All right, guys, we'll see you uh, next week. All right, have a good night, y'all.